Welcome to WKNC. This is your host, Abdullah Najjar, and in today's episode of Connecting a Pack, I am joined by Vikram Rator. I'm sure I got it. I yep. pronounced it correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Vikram is a, a student from India who uh, recently transitioned to NC State, uh, but he's his... He, he primarily studies in France, and he's currently on an exchange program. So it would be interesting to learn more about his um, his background, uh, the decision he made, uh, or the reasons behind making the decision of showing up to the U.S. Um, and obviously, uh, we'll try to also understand why he, he chose to um, go to France as well. So... Um, without further ado, uh, Vikram, welcome to the studio. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you here. So I, first off, you do have an interesting story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think, you know, I never really, uh, most of the, uh, Indian students I met here have, uh, studied in India and then, uh, came to the U S to pursue a, I think a graduate program. But you have an interesting story in the sense that you chose to pursue your undergrad in France, and then now you're in the U.S. So how about you share with me in the audience um, the reasons behind choosing to leave India, to go to France, and pursue your undergrad in France? Okay, uh, so like to give you a little bit of a uh, backstory back about my father, because like... He's the one who was, say, like the first generation who left our family to study abroad. Oh. And then he set us on a path to for me and my sister both to like go to abroad, study abroad and have like our higher, like after our high school, all of our higher education from some institute outside India. So wow. uh, this was about, I would say, 1990s when uh, he decided to do his uh, PhD from Rajas University. So he finished his bachelor's, he did his master's in India, then he moved to uh, Rajas for his PhD, mm-hmm. that is in, uh, if I'm correct, it's in like somewhere New Jersey or like yes, Massachusetts. Uh, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he had like this idea of uh, being independent and like living by yourself, which not a lot of people in India get to experience because it's like, the norm is people would... Uh, do their studies, get a job, and live with their family. And when I say family, it's not just their wife and their kids. It would be their fa- like parents. It would be it could be their like brothers and sisters who are already married. But it's like a big family situation in India. Mm-hmm. So my father. So like after I finished my high school, my uh, it was like already I was already set on a path to go to abroad, right? But how I landed up in France, that's a little bit of. <laughs> Like, I didn't have a choice. I, I did have a choice, but it was um, the circumstances which I faced. So, I'm from COVID batch. Okay. So I finished, like, I finished my high school right around when the COVID hit. When So, I had my exams in March of 2020. And that's exactly when the lockdown happened. So, that's why, like, our results were delayed. No one knew what they would do, like, how the colleges would work out. Everyone was figuring out how mm-hmm. the things would go about, right? So... I applied to, uh, initially I was going to go to Australia. So I applied to this university called QUT, uh, Queensland University of Technology in Brisbane. 
I got accepted. I had the degree. I like I was going to pursue the degree I wanted. It was a double degree in mass communication and business administration. Mm. And everything was like pretty much set. And that's when the government announced that okay, we are going into the lockdown because th- there's this virus going about. So I was like, oops. Uh, <laughs> but the the thing was, my sister was already in Australia. She's doing her uh, doctor. Like she's going to become a doctor. She, I think she's already a doctor now. Mm, uh, congratulations. She, she <laughs> thanks. <laughs> she graduated like uh, two months ago. I'd say she finished her semester and they'll have the ceremony and everything in like few months. whatever so mm-hmm. so she told me that there's this news going around in australia that they might not open their international borders for inter- for like anyone commuting to or from australia until 2025 oh. so i was like oops that's disappointing <laughs> yeah so now the hopes are crushed i have my offer letter but i can't go to australia because the regulations so yeah. my next best option is to start studying online right mm. but uh i thought like if you're paying north of like 5 to 10000 dollars each semester and you're doing it online like is it worth the value maybe maybe not so i started looking into the universities which were offering on campus education which would offer me the same degree but let me be on campus to get the student life and everything mm-hmm. so this is around uh the timeline would be september of 2020 and i started looking into the other universities as soon as i got my results back and uh, schema was one of the first universities to like get back to me and they were like okay europe is the the region would which like there are some business schools which are offering on campus education so you can like come to our university and there will be f- fewer restrictions in terms of like your movement and everything yeah. but uh, you can basically like come come to our country so that's when schema replied to me i decided to take the leap and that's how i ended up in france wow so some some members of the audience would not know i think what what schema is mm-hmm. so how about you tell us w- what is schema you mentioned that it's in france is that mm-hmm. is that a college a university mm-hmm. um like a program uh, what 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 is mm-hmm. it exactly so uh, i would like to break down it uh, as a it's like a merch and not exactly like a merch but it's like they have these business schools so the the full name is schema business school schema so it's business essentially school. a business school it's not a university so they don't offer other courses apart from business mm-hmm. so it's like very focused and very like streamlined program uh they offer masters and bachelors both but it's like very specific to business courses mm-hmm. and they kind of specialize in it and that's why they're like really reputed within france so and they also have like a lot of tie up with other partner universities abroad and they have like a really good network of uh, colleges yeah so when okay you moved to france mm-hmm. how old were you at the time when you moved to france i just turned 18 so i was like lucky enough to not have any of the problems with legal guardian and everything <laughs> else oh yeah lucky you so mm-hmm. so you moved to france Before moving out, did you have any expectations about what you were going to be facing in France, I guess in terms of culture, school, education? Uh so I I I kind of talked to few of the students or like the alumnus of Schema Business School mm-hmm. and I I had this expectation of like okay, it will be like strictly uh study oriented, you will have your courses and then that's about it. Like there is no student life. there's nothing to be expected from university 
which is i think it depends on the person it depends from person to person on how they approach the university but that was like my my preconceived say like notion or like idea about about schema in oh. france in general okay and then, so when you showed up you realized that it's it's more than just you know it's not just exclusively about academics there's more to explore yes definitely mm-hmm. i mean they have a lot of student clubs they have like so like europe in general is like very good with their sports yeah so i'm not talking about like as big as in the united states but they have <laughs> like their right. their professional school their like professional teams and like they compete on really high level like some of my classmates currently are like uh, national champions in weightlifting in uh, pedal tennis like one of the guys like francis uh, he won like best uh, he was like the top top player of like france within his age category and like junior category yeah so there are like a lot of talented sports people in schema wow well i mean so you you decided to go abroad outside uh, at the age of 18 to mm-hmm. live outside of uh india mm-hmm. so based off of what i understood for from from you know your father's experience and and your 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 family's uh I guess encouragement it seems like not a lot of Indians at the age of 18 decide to go abroad in a sense you might be the exception would uh, you think that's an accurate assessment uh i would like to break it down into like uh, to give you a better understanding of how education system is in india okay so for our high school so india is like a massive country and they have mm-hmm. like a lot of states right. and a lot of different languages so our education system is divided into like three categories so to say it's like the, there are like three education boards so each state has their own state board who teach uh, them like the regional in their regional language uh-huh. and they decide on what curriculum to teach then we have a then we have what we call as cbse central board of secondary education okay which is like the central board which there is like uh, there will be each uh, there will be one or at least like two or three schools which follow cbse curriculum which is like uh, the central uh, education system basically and then we have icse which is like the international standard uh, in which is controlled by the british education board right mm. so depending on which school you go to uh, you will have like a certain courses and uh, like language subjects which you will have to take but a lot of students from cbse board do end up in abroad but yeah. like the majority of population in india go to a uh, state board wow so i'm talking about like lower middle class to people living around like uh, below poverty line <laughs> this okay this is incredible no seriously it is incredible with for, for so you chose So technically mm-hmm. uh the decision mm-hmm. to go to either Australia or France mm-hmm. would you say that's not typical like the typical decision would be go to the UK maybe uh it would mostly be all of the english speaking countries so you'll find a lot of uh in indian students like i don't think there are a lot of indian students doing bachelors abroad mm-hmm. there might be like a big chunk of them but like uh, the majority as you said like come for post uh, post grad right yeah so uh mo- the first choices of people would be either canada us 
ऑस्ट्रेलिया न्यूजीलैंड एंड अ फ्यू अदर इंग्लिश स्पीकिंग कंट्रीज विच आई माइट बी मिसिंग the reality of living in France. So mm-hmm. um I'm sure you know needless to say that the culture in India or or the region you came from in India is very different than the culture that you were exposed to in France. Mm-hmm. So well how about you you share with us a little bit about um the uh the 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 ability to 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 communicate the ability to establish relationships with with your fellow students or fellow french people okay. was it easy was it hard i mean <laughs> what was that like so okay so i was taking this french class with uh, this professor her name is neli matosovsky i hope she doesn't mind me calling her out on the podcast <laughs> shout out But, to your professor yeah. <laughs> so she gave us this analogy of people uh, like there are two type types of people uh, in the world coconuts mm-hmm. and peaches <laughs> so okay so the the basic idea is coconuts are the type of people who are hard on the outside but you get the cream on the inside mm-hmm. but to to reach to the fruit you have to like put efforts into it so you have to hammer the coconut several times right okay. so developing relationship with people in france or in germany or like there are a few other examples it's they are more towards the coconut side of the spectrum mm-hmm. so if you want to like there there'll be like really good friends with you you'll have like lifelong friends uh, but the thing is it depends on how much effort you put into it so say for example if i want to be friends with uh, my local cafe like the cafe owner right mm-hmm. so i'll have to go there several times like two or three times to make sure that uh, he feels that not necessarily i'm a local but i'm at least putting some effort into the relationship and then he'll open up to me Right. whereas indians i would say most people in america uh, are towards the peach side so they're like they're very warm to you they will welcome you they're soft already so you can like just you'll just like go and mingle with them so i think you i mean you can tell from your experience that uh, it'd be like if you ever try to speak to not necessarily an indian but like anyone who's on the peach side of the things yeah it's it's like they will like instantly become friends it's easier yeah <laughs> wow so so it, the um when that that testimony your mm-hmm. professor uh, your professor testimony mm-hmm. is is that coming from a french person or someone who is uh okay. international outside of france <laughs> she she is her her background she's russian oh she studied in us for 10 years then she went to spain and now she's teaching french in france oh my so it's 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 a little bit complicated but she's a lovely and like really really smart person oh another shout out to your professor <laughs> <laughs> well okay so the community you were say you were surrounded by in in france yeah. uh would you say that was it was primarily an international community or or was it um like uh, like some roughly a a a a balanced the community where you have internationals and french students so uh, our business school uh, i would say the split was around we had like 200 students in our batch and around 15 were international wow and rest everyone was either from france a country surrounding france like morocco which have their uh, education in like french right so we french had people education. from tunisia libya 
uh, Morocco who could already like speak French. Uh huh. I I reckon Algeria, right? Instead of Libya, because Libyans do not they 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 either they either taught in Arabic or English. Oh, I'm sorry for journal. Uh, no, that the, I just wanted to clarify that point. But mm. I think you're right. Yeah, most of the some of the North African countries wouldn't mm. be a typical. Yeah. Uh, would you probably find them there? Yeah. Well. So most of my classmates were from like these backgrounds. We had few Chinese students. We had someone from Lebanon as well, and there were a few other nationalities. I'm sorry if I'm missing you guys out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. Well, that's that's incredible. So, um, you spent how many years in in France? Uh, so I spent my uh sophomore and my freshman year there. So that's two years. Wow. Yeah. And how what? Where where in France were you were you located located exactly? Okay, so this is this like beautiful town called Lille in north of France, which is like around uh, one hour train journey away from Paris. Okay, it's it's right on the border of Belgium, quite close to Brussels. Like Brussels is only like thirty minutes drive, so it's I would not exactly on the coast, but like in like northern. It's it's uh, it's a northern region. Yeah, wow, and and. Uh, Did you find yourself um, easily adapting to the community, or did it take a long time before you became, you know, it became easy for you to actually navigate the French community? So, uh, I was lucky enough to have an experience to live with a French family for two years. Whoa! So, yeah. So uh, you were actually living with a French family. Yes. Oh my! Congratulations. That's, <laughs> that's that incredible. was an experience. It was like really good experience. How so, how did that happen? I thought you would probably be living in a dorm or something. Yeah. So that was the plan. Like uh, initially, so Lille has a massive student uh, community in terms of there are like a lot of uh, universities in and around Lille, uh-huh. and like a majority of population is students. So it's really really difficult to find a place uh, when you're moving in. Uh, so my initial idea was uh, I will stay in a hotel hotel room, try to find a place which suits me because I couldn't get the the dorm room on campus. Yeah. So I was like, okay, instead of just like going for a random place, looking online and then like just enrolling for it, I would rather much rather visit it in person, and then move in, right? So I lived for like about two weeks in a in a Airbnb. Which was okay. a whole other shenanigan, but oh, let's, let's not talk about it. <laughs> okay, we'll uh, avoid that. <laughs> and yeah, and then I met this person who had a room available in in their house. So they are a French family. They had a room available. They they were very welcome to uh, open to like rent it out to an international student. Oh, and that's when I moved in with them, and wow, that started my journey in France. This is man, this is fascinating. So you actually got, you were, from the from the first, we'll say, not the first day, but mm-hmm. from the early stages, you were already uh, exposed to, I guess maybe a typical family situation in in France. So yeah. you may have understood more about their, like the formation of bonds and 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 you know their what it's like to be in a in a french community in a in a in a french family what exactly. did that so the relationships were they similar to how your 
family relationships are like or like you know in india in general what, how would you describe it uh so luckily the person i would say like he he's like a really good friend but i'll just like for the sake of it i'll quote him as a landlord okay. so basically this landlord has been uh, to germany for his higher education so they have already had an international exposure in terms of so they were not like a typical uh like you would generalize as a french french person okay they have already had uh, like quite a bit of exposure to other cultures and they studied in political science so I oh mean, they wow. were like pretty arts are pretty smart as well okay. in terms of having ideas about other cultures and what the differences are so it was really easy for me to get along with them because they und- understood the place where i was coming from and how difficult it was for me to like get involved in in france and like get the cultural exposure there wow so you would say that they have certainly assisted you in navigating for, the environment for sure for sure wow very very generous of them so i would love to explore that more with you but mm-hmm. i think uh, we should also give some some uh justice to your experience in the us right yeah. so <laughs> so after um so after two years you you transitioned to the us mm-hmm. how did that how did you well for, first off what motivated you to show up to the us i mean is it is there a campus here that you felt was better than other campuses camera offered or mm-hmm. like this this exchange opportunity is yeah. worth it <laughs> okay tell me about that so it's kind of funny like uh, so schema expects us to go on this international mobility for our third year to get some international exposure even though i'm an international student already in france <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, yeah you, you know so, it's good it's good <laughs> so we had a few options to go to different countries and for me the only exposure i've had to the west is uh, would be from where i'm assuming most people have it like hollywood and netflix and you see all of these movies and media yeah. and i mean us is us is a is a lovely place so <laughs> i never had this hands on experience with it apart from like looking it on screen or hearing stories from people or like my father for for that example mm-hmm. so instantly for me it was a no brainer because it's an english speaking country i've had my higher education in english it would be really easy for me to like get in and around us basically yeah. so apart from that i knew that they had this tie up with nc state and i looked it up online i saw nc state i saw the community i saw the campus and i was like man i want to be there <laughs> and i was like oh, okay so we're going to the states wow i know i'm sure you made the right decision uh what 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 was did you have um Well, I was going to say did you have any expectations, but I'm sure you did from your exposure to movies, right? I mean, <laughs> do you think uh what you knew about Americans or the US uh, kind of uh was in line with the reality that you're now witnessing or what, what how could you, how would you describe it? Uh, it's funny and I don't want to like quote another fruit or vegetable analogy for that matter, but <laughs> but you, US is is like an onion. So on surface you see okay okay it's attractive it's 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 fun it's a vegetable but then it has like so many layers when you cut it open right and initially from media you get just the top layer of it you don't understand the depth of what the culture is in united states and how important it's for them to 
experience the college and the college life and the sports and religion and mm. i don't know like tv reality for that example oh wow okay. <laughs> so i was like okay this would be interesting so initially when i started to uh, like experience all of these things and i started to cut open the onion it it turned out to be like most of the things which we uh, see on media channels and like in movies it's it's very generalized i'm not saying that they're not necessarily true mm-hmm. but it's it's it doesn't explain the depth of what is uh, what you can experience in here so if there are people listening to this podcast who want to like have this experience i would say definitely like it'd be like a really good exposure for you to come to the states or like have an exchange program here live here for a while and see it for yourself wow i i will start using this this onion metaphor <laughs> whenever i describe the us <laughs> um well uh, you know it's there's there's so i think there's so much to explore with you, you know in terms mm-hmm. of stories and lessons mm-hmm. learned but because we're short on time mm-hmm. i would love to you know wrap up with a couple more questions mm-hmm. uh one would be um related to you know lesson or lessons learned from mm-hmm. from your experience so far what do you think is something that was truly valuable about the this this mobility period that you're experiencing right now whether it be things you learned from your mobility period in France or in the US mm-hmm. um, valuable lessons i would say it's not necessarily life advice but <laughs> it would be like i i developed in such a way that i wouldn't have if i was in india to mm. to like basically like to dilute or simplify it right like i got to experience so many things so many different cultures i got to meet like so many amazing stories people with amazing stories so like it it shaped my character in such a way which would not have been possible in india yeah. so the life lesson or like I, going back to my father i think like he made a right decision to put us on this track to go abroad to experience all of these things because there's such a big world outside of your home country so mm-hmm. like moving out and being independent making my own decisions how to live life on like day to day basis what to eat <laughs> where to go how to how to spend your time like that was really like important and life changing for me in yeah. terms of moving abroad that is very admirable no i i truly i truly admire your your father's efforts and uh, i think they are coming into fruition um well uh, here's 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 a question to wrap things up with mm-hmm. um where do you think your next journey would lead you uh you think it will still be in the us or <laughs> somewhere else somewhere else that is exotic <laughs> <laughs> i mean so far i've enjoyed us so much that i'm really considering to uh, do my post graduation in in united states oh. after i finish my my bachelor's in france okay. maybe get like few years of work experience and then come back to us if that's possible like that would be the ideal case scenario mm. if not then i'll tell you where i am <laughs> <laughs> sure well uh vikram i i want to thank you for your time and for joining me i truly enjoyed our conversation today thank you so much All right.